Welcome to the Knack for Business podcast, where we talk with experts around the globe about relevant business topics to help you succeed in your business. The hosts are Bernie Fransberg and Wayne Pratt. Knack for Business is about sharing knowledge, networking, architecture, connecting, and being creative. That's what Knack stands for. The common threads to any business are people, money, continuous change, and information. In a diverse world, we are unique. We face the same wins and challenges. In this podcast, we invite you to learn about what is out there and how connecting with people and ideas helps us all succeed. So we cover business topics that range from mind, body, finances, legal, accounting, real estate, manufacturing, networking, IT, marketing, social media, and anything to add to the list that supports your work. Even your competitors have something to offer you. My name is Bernie Fransberg from Creative Insight. My co-host is Wayne Pratt from Motivate You. At Creative, we are B2B connectors, actually people to people. We bring you those interesting business people that can help you grow yours. At Creative Insight, we offer to help awaken your knack to connect with the business communities and networks to leverage your business. Wayne, tell us more about Motivate You. My job is to help people make more money and have more fun. You need clarity in your life and your business. You already have it in your brain. My job is to just help you sort it out. And that will help you achieve those goals. Excellent. So Wayne, how do people get a hold of you? There's two ways. Wayne at wayneprat.ca or my website is motive, M-O-T-I-V-E, the numeral eight, u.ca. And uh, if folks, you want to reach out to uh, to myself, uh, Bernie Fransgrote, uh, it's bfransgrote, B-F-R-A-N-Z-G-R-O-T-E at Creative Insight, which is spelled K-R-E-A-T-I-V-I-N-S-I-G-T.com. Or our website is creativeinsight.com. Today's topic is what, uh, Wayne? We're interviewing our host. We're interviewing Bernie about why he built this. Oh, Wayne, thank you. Why did I start this business or even a podcast? Yeah, let's start there. The entrepreneurial spirit. My whole family line seems to have been in into that uh, business. Uh, my folks, uh, before they immigrated over to Canada, uh, everybody was uh, running a, a business of sorts. So I think it's in the in the gene pool, and uh, enjoy the space. It provides provides excitement. It provides uh, variety, and it provides purpose. I have a question for you. When you left corporate, mm-hmm. there was a safe choice where you could have tweaked your CV and made three phone calls and waited, and you chose not to do that. So I'm interested. What brought you into this world of self-employment? I, I think in the corporate world at one point in time, I, uh, I was kind of sitting back and I had, had an opportunity to get into a more of a business mode as a healthcare institution. The business mode actually satisfied a lot of needs. When I say the needs, it's it's not monetary. It was more like it satisfied personal goals, achievements, something I enjoyed doing, had fun doing. There's always no one day was the same as the next. There was stability, but there was always change and there was always growth. I found that really, really handy. At a, at a certain point in time, I did start finding that... Uh, near the end, my only regrets out of that uh, arrangement was that I had not networked outside of the uh, institution as much as I should have. When that transition came around, I started uh, getting out and it was a wonderful wide range world out there. Lots of uh, new experiences, new people to meet. 
in fact, there are no limiters on there. The limiters are you know, your actual physical time. This podcast is called Knack for Business. What's your knack, Bernie? It's connecting with people and making uh, the cross connections. So someone's called me a synergy architect. And what that was uh, all related to is that I, I see the I see the, connect, the cross connections between uh, different uh, services and people. In other words, if someone says, listen, I, I need a support with, let's say, grants. Or I, or I have something and I, I, my software does, is AI driven and I'm going, hang on, you know, you should meet this person over here. This would be a good fit. In fact, there are two AI companies here in the city that I cross-connected and they ended up responding to a, a federal RFP, which is great. So it's, it's, it's making those, those cross-connections and that, that's fun. That's actually, it's almost like you're helping things grow in advance. One thing that interests me is our audience are... I would say fairly, they're often solopreneurs and they tend to be get their inspiration mostly from within. And yet we want to offer advice, hopefully good advice, ourselves and our guests. So how do you find that you filter through advice you get so that it lines up for you so that you're, as the saying goes, eating the chicken and spitting the bones? Uh, I haven't heard that one before. That's that's pretty funny. So I think for the the advice I get, I mean, I'll, I'll try it out. If it has a, uh, a logical resonance within me, then it, it you know I'll make sense and I'll adapt and adjust. And it's like anything else. We're all going to have our trials. I mean, nothing's ever 100% go from the time you start. You try to have it that way. You, you aim for that. But uh, sometimes mistakes happen or things don't work out. But you just learned a couple of valuable lessons. One, uh, don't do it that way change it up. You might have to tweak the, uh, the circumstance to get the results you want. I, I find that when people uh, give me advice and I can I can apply it, I, it's, it's great. And it's, that's a sense of community. I mean, even growing up in, in uh, school, you, you learn new things every once in a while. Sometimes it sticks. Sometimes you're looking at it and going, you blink three times and going, yeah, I don't get it. But later on, you might end up catching up to that point in time. And, and you start becoming, you understand the connections. You bridge those results. Very cool. I'm interested in Bernie, the connector. You're a bit of a concierge as well. Why don't you take a minute and tell us about how you make connecting a living? The, the connecting making, well, the podcast is going to be one example of that, uh, is, is uh, finding folks to bring on as guests. The uh, other other spaces are the different network groups I'm involved with and engaged with. Uh, I will cross paths with people there, and they all have talents or resources that are unique or priced well, or they have a good reputation, or all three of those items, I cross-connect them with other people, and I have affiliation agreements with them. For example, there's one gentleman that, uh, that I deal with, and he he provides, if you have a charitable idea, uh, or you, you want to start a charity or not-for-profit, he provides the infrastructure around it. So in other words, if you're not, you have the passion for one thing, but you know you have to have more information around you, I, I cross-connect uh, folks to him. He pays me a finder's fee, right? And it's all up, all up front. Then I work with uh, other folks that do grant writing, uh, and they do IT work, the AI companies. Each of them will, uh, if the deal is successful and the money's transacted, there's there's, uh, there's funds in there that come back. And we have that understanding ahead of time. Something that I'm very interested in my core is not only do I think my audience will care, but I think I'd like to know more. When you were in corporate, 
you put in your seven or eight hours and people above you fill big chunks of what that seven or eight hours were so that you had uh, some kind of a schedule, some kind of a theme, some time of a way of knowing how much you got in your day for better or worse. And Uh some people lead into workaholism and other things. But as a connector and as an entrepreneur, how do you deal with the work-life balance and trying to get eight hours of value out of an eight-hour day without losing your mind? Well, a couple of things. In the corporate world, the eight-hour day was never eight hours. It was always longer. If you're salaried and you're management, you do not get overtime. That said, the the passion is with the job, with what you're doing. The compensation happened, and the successes were the uh, were the accolades that you received. You know, people did recognize you for the deeds done, and which is great. I'm finding now in this space, my eight hour day does not necessarily have to be super regimented. Even with the pandemic that's flown through, right? The old style of doing business has shifted. If you're not on a uh, face-to-face connection with somebody, uh, with a client, uh, then you don't have to be necessarily on site. You can be remote. And when you're remote, then things can flux back and forth and adjust the schedule to suit. There are going to be days that it's like you're, you're hammering it away. You're, just, you're plowing through it. And there are other days, they're light days. And, you know, just take them and appreciate them. The thing that is most uh, quintessential, though, when you're being a solo solopreneur or an entrepreneur is to have a rudder, so to speak, something that will help provide balance. And that you'll find in, in your community. It doesn't have to be your competitor. It doesn't have to be the spouse or your business partner. It can be a networking group outside. We've, we've found that, you know, that's helped both of us in, in different areas. Like the Phoenix Business Exchange, it's done well, you know, and that's one of the, one of the first groups I joined in 2019. So I learned a lot and in that space, any of those spaces, that's where you can start practicing your skills. So if you're choppy with your 30 second elevator pitch, that's a good place to hone it down or define what pitch you're going to give based on your audience. That relates back to it. Back to your original question, being an entrepreneur or a solopreneur and, and time, time is time is flexible. You have to put the effort in, obviously. Sometimes there are some super great wins. Sometimes you just have to slog it and uh, get through it. But there's, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Bernie, you've answered all my questions. I only have one last one. What do you want your audience to know either about Bernie or Knack for Business? Oh, knack for business again. It's it's a combination of everything that's within the creative insight, and which is kind of a core element of my of myself. I enjoy connecting with people, even if there's no business to be had. That connection is you, you've learned something at, at base. There's a, a couple other uh, programs that are out there where you can connect with people, and you just you're having a chat, and then you know. After the, uh, the conversation, you realize there's, there might be potential for business down, downstream. At least uh, it fits well for me. If you're whether you're the realtor or whether you're the uh, person that can do clinical trials, you know, the, these are very diverse things. VC uh, venture capital funding or someone to help write up the uh, VC proposal. You know, these, these are all unique areas or even finding a good accountant. We all know uh, at least one, right? We'll try to get him on a podcast later on this year. We end up having these connections with people, and and that's that's really that's really handy, and I enjoy those connections. It, it helps it helps out a lot. Again, it helps the personal growth. Your uh, mental uh, spryness stays there, 
if you retired out of out of work and you want to stay active, this this is you know this is one space you know to be in. Keeps keeps you alive and going. That's all I got. Thank you very very much, Bernie. Have an amazing week. Wait, you too, and thank you. Thank you for listening to Knack for Business. If you like this content, we have more coming. Like and subscribe. Give us a review. Until next time.